the most powerful word you can say is yes. And as a matter of fact, um, the three most powerful words you can say, RV, in your whole life is, they are, I am willing. I am willing. Welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Hi, I'm RV Robinson, and I'm the master speaker trainer, international speaker, and author of Speak Up, Get Clients, and your host today for the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about what makes a million dollar speaker, how do we reach a million people, and of course, how do we make a million dollars doing it? And I have just the right guest to share that expertise with you today. And that is Maria Nemeth. Maria Nemeth. Maria Nemeth has a PhD and MCC. She helps purpose-driven people everywhere see their greatness and bring it all to life. Maria is an author, a speaker, and a master coach as well as the founder and director of the Academy for Coaching Excellence. She offers simple yet powerful tools to purpose-driven people who want to train their brains for success. So please help me welcome Maria Nemeth, Dr. Maria Nemeth. Yay! All right. Hello, Maria. Hey. <laughs> hey, how are you today? I'm doing so great. I am so thrilled to be here with you. Oh, Absolutely, RV. Mm. I'm so excited. I've been looking mm. forward to it all day. Good, 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 good. All right. So welcome to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. And the first question I want to ask you just to kick us off today. And Please. That, <laughs> and that is, what do you think the attributes or the characteristics are of a million dollar speaker? Well, there's a couple things. The first thing is that um, this is a person who has really uh, trained and studied to be a speaker. And, and I've discovered there are three, kind of three stages a good speaker goes through. One is find someone who speaks the way you love, you know, and imitate them. There's nothing wrong with imitation imitation is the first step. And the second step is internalization. Once you imitate and really get a sense of what the speaker does to be successful, you internalize it. And then the third stage is innovation. After you've found their voice, then make it your own. And so if you're dedicated to doing that, I, I tell you, that's what I've seen makes makes so many powerful speakers. Another thing is this, be more interested in contributing to them than in looking good. I've found in my life, I can either try to look good or I can contribute. And, uh, either now or later on in the show, I'd be thrilled 
to tell you a very um, embarrassing story where I really found the importance of that, either looking good or contributing. Absolutely. We are going to do it. But I just want to make sure everybody has this because every letter you said starts with an I, which I really yes. love. So you said, so the first one is imitate. Imitation. Right? Mm-hmm. I call that modeling, you know, find a speaker you like and model them, a successful speaker. So I love that. Imitate. The number two is internalize, make it your own, right? And then innovate. I love that. Maybe innovate is more like making it your own and then interested. I love that. And then, um, you know, interested in contributing, you know, your message and not trying to, you know, sell something or make it all about you. All right. So now you got everybody on their, their, uh, you know, the edge of their seats wanting to hear your story about, about your most embarrassing moment. So please share it with us. I will. I will. You know, a number of years ago, I was uh, asked to be a speaker. I live in California. I was asked to be a speaker at, uh, in Hilton Head uh, back east at a very, very famous uh, conference, uh, the International Conference of, um, uh, well, it was, it, was, it was the National Institute of the Clinical Application of Behavioral Medicine. Ooh. People, it, the people would call it NISA BM. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there I was. Okay, and I arrived the day before, the night before. To I was going to make this presentation in front of three hundred and fifty people the next morning. So I wake up the next morning, in plenty of time for my to prepare for my talk. It's on the hero's journey, and you know I'm going to impress them. I have my my great dress that I like to wear, and uh, it's nine o'clock, and so I go into the room where those of us who are speakers we get to have free breakfast, we can relax, because I didn't have to be anywhere till ten, right? So it's I, I'm in my sweats dark green sweats if you can imagine Uh-oh. and and uh-huh and and my tennis shoes with no socks all right and um my hair is a mess no makeup nothing okay 10 minutes after 9 the coordinator of this whole conference bursts into the room maria where are you i'm going what do you mean You've got 350 people waiting for you downstairs. You are 10 minutes late. Well, I had misjudged the time. I thought I had one more hour. You know, coming from California, I misjudged it. So what do you do? I dash out of the, the room. I get into the elevator. I'm, you know, my hair's a mess. No makeup. I mean, I look like a slob. And at that moment, I said to myself, look, I can do one of two things. I can either try to look good or I can make a contribution. Right. I mean, really, you know how stress does that to you sometimes. It, it, it brings your choice up just really in front of your face. So I get down, I go to the lobby, I walk in the room. There's literally 350 people there. I'm walking through the center aisle. I see everybody looking at me like, who is this? <laughs> I go up on the stage. And as they're miking me, huh, I say to the audience, have you ever had a nightmare in which 
you were all prepared to speak in front of people and and you showed up and you were in your sweats. Have you ever had that nightmare? What I'd love you to do for me, please, is imagine me in my dress. And they started laughing at that point, <laughs> you know. Please imagine me in this dress and, and I and I have my hair all done and my makeup. Please do that. Okay. And at that moment, the tension broke and yeah. I was able to weave what I was going through into the hero's journey, meeting up with obstacles in life. Beautiful. And what do you do? You know, you either collapse or you keep going. Amen. And and after that, there were a bunch of women who came to me as I was on the stage. They said, you planned it this way, didn't you? Ah. I said, uh, no, I didn't, you know. And what's even worse, no bra, no underwear. Ah. And they laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. Well, uh uh, I wrote a little bit about this in, in one of my books, Mastering Life's Energies, a little bit about it. And I got a, 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 a email from one of the women who read my book and said, you know, I was there and it happened just the way you said. Oh, my goodness. Great. Isn't that amazing? That is amazing. So, so did your green uh, sweats become your speaker outfit after that? Well, they could have. <laughs> <laughs> but it loses a little bit of its, you know, uh, of, of the the uh, moment innovation. See, when I was saying um, internalization and then innovation, what I'm talking about is you internalize and start making the voice your own. But innovation is when you go off script. Got it. Off script. You just let it fly because you've internalized so much right. that, you know, you can trust your own voice at that point. But anyway, so that's my story and I'm sticking I, to it. I love it. What a great story. All right, Maria. So tell us a little bit about you and your, your coaching academy. I know you well, earlier yeah. coaching for 50 plus years. So I have been, you know, I'd like to tell people I was a child prodigy. (laughs) (laughs) I've been coaching or uh, therapizing people uh, for 50, 52 years now. Um, I started this academy with some friends uh, about 22 years ago because uh, as a psychologist at the time, um, well, actually prior to that time, I was starting to teach all about coaching. And this is like uh, 35, 38 years ago when coaching was not yet catching on. Right. Yes. But a mentor of mine had started talking about coaching. Mm. This mentor, his name was Werner Earhart, who started something called the EST training. Oh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I studied with him. I actually almost literally sat at his feet for three years because I wanted to see and take in how he was being with people. I just, he was just captivating. Well, um, so he started talking about coaching Mm -hmm. way back then. And so I started looking at, well, what would a coach do? And, uh, needless to say, a few years later, some friends and I, they come to me and say, Maria, why don't you start a coaching academy? Mm. And I decided to do so, R- RV, because I saw, to tell you the truth, 
that so many people were calling themselves coaches and they were not well-trained. Got it. And I saw that coaching is just as powerful as psychotherapy. With psychotherapy, you're engaged in healing. Hmm? Mm-hmm. In coaching, RV, you're holding the person's goals and dreams in your hands. Right. And yeah. how their life turns out is, you know, a lot of it has to do with how you're coaching them. That's right. So I developed this very rigorous, we're internationally known now, we're certified through the International Coach Federation. I've taught coaching in uh, Sweden, the UK, Turkey, uh, India. Um, And so it's just been a very rich experience in working with people all over the world as they learn some very basic and powerful uh, coaching skills. Right. You know, one of the things that we talk about here on the Million Dollar Podcast is how to reach millions of people. And over, I mean, you have, you have literally reached millions and helped millions of people. I mean, all over the, you know, you just said India and all kinds of different countries. So what is the most memorable training or speaking engagement have you done <laughs> besides the one where you were embarrassed and you wore your green um <laughs> it's a good thing there were sweatpants and not pajamas or something oh my right. goodness you know, oh, that would have really that just have been awful yes exactly <laughs> but i have my pride so i wear sweats <laughs> there you go so so what what stands out as one of the most memorable uh, groups of people that you've touched well you know one of the most memorable groups, um, it was due to the generosity of Oprah. Ah. You know, uh, when my book, The Energy of Money, came out, um, about a year later, uh, I was ah, giving a lecture in front of another big organization in uh, Indiana, and I get a phone call. Um, is this Maria Nemeth? Yes. Maria, my name is Amy Coleman. Uh, I'm with the Oprah Winfrey show. And I looked, I said, who is this? Because <laughs> I, you know, I said, my girlfriends, they know I'd love to be on Oprah. She said, no, 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 no. We just read your book, The Energy of Money, A Spiritual Guide to Financial Fulfillment. And um, we would love to have you on the show. Ooh, and uh, yes, yes, we want you to film. We want to film you working with a mother and her two daughters. We'd love, can you be here in 72 hours? (laughs) Well, luckily, you know, uh, Indiana is not that far from Chicago. And of course, the first words out of my mouth were yes. Yes. Because I want to say something to people. Um, The most powerful word you can say is yes. And as a matter of fact, um, the three most powerful words you can say, RV, in your whole life is, they are, I am willing. I am willing. I I am willing. I am willing. You know, Dag Hammarskjöld, who was the second secretary general of the United Nations, he had a wonderful phrase that I loved. He said, for everything that has been, I say thank you. And to all that is yet to be, I say yes. Nice. And the way I took it and and used it in, in our training is I am willing. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, 
I could either have, with Amy Coleman, talked her out of having me there because I was scared. Of course, I was. Or I could say, mm. I'm willing, which yeah. was, yes, Amy. And 72 hours later, there I am on the Oprah show. So for me, mm. that's that was very, um, it was a very sweet time to be able to be there and also give people some of the principles and tools that I'd been working on having to do with their relationship with the energy of money. Right. Now that interview, I mean, that aired, of course, so you probably reached billions of people <laughs> with your message. And so how yeah. was it just, I mean, how was it with, you know, sitting there with Oprah and just, you know, sharing it and her talk. I know she's a very graceful. Oh, my goodness. And, oh, know, my goodness. But, but were you like jitters? Were you excited? Were you, I mean, it probably went quick, right? Tell us <laughs> what you said about the experience. Well, well, well you know, it's kind of the truth. So I'm sitting in the front row and we're waiting for Oprah to come on the stage. Right. And the bright lights start flashing Oprah. Oprah, because I know she, and all of a sudden I say to myself, shit, I'm on the Oprah show. <laughs> you know, mind, don't fail me now. Right, right, and, right. You know, and she was just very, very kind and gracious and, uh, and at the end um, gave me a, a big hug and said, you did a good job. And, you know, it was just very, that really meant a lot because I had been following her for years and I had made a treasure map about being on the Oprah Winfrey show. Is that and right? I want to say, yes, I want to say something to your, your folks here. Yeah. If you want to be a speaker that uh, influences and contributes to mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, treasure map it. Tell us about treasure yeah. mapping. I mean, is that well, different from vision boarding? Tell well, it, it, it is a little bit. So a treasure map, um, what you what I did in those days, you, you can do a lot more easily, I actually, uh, with your, your, your um, laptop. But you get a picture of you and you put it in the middle. Okay. And then you get pictures of, uh, let's say for me, I did it on a number of things, but for the Oprah show, I had a picture of Oprah uh, talking to someone. I had uh, uh, the Oprah Winfrey show. I had um, yeah, Maria is on Oprah Winfrey. I, I, and I got things from magazines that just really, you, you looked at it and it was very up. And then what you do is you uh, print words that denote how you're going to feel when you get that goal. Uh, and for me, I remember putting uh, empowered, thrilled, delighted, um, uh, ecstatic. And you take this. All right. Are you ready? Ready. You take, you take this and you put it where you can see it every day. Just see it. You don't have to do anything more. Just see it. Now, to be fair, for the Oprah one, I put it where I could see it for about three months and then put it away. And it wasn't uh, for a few years later that I was on the Oprah show. But 
in those three months, the seed was planted. Right. Absolutely. You know, when you did that, though, was your book already out or did your book come out years later? Book came out years later. So, yeah. So that was a seed. Then you had had to grow the book and then they had to. Exactly. 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 But it starts, you know, you've got to plant a little seed. Right. Now, let me say something about this, too, because one of the things I've learned uh, about the brain, you know, one of my um, areas of study when I was getting my PhD was neurophysiology. And I've studied how the brain works uh, Mm -hmm. ever since then. The thing, if you want to create a lot of ease in your life, no struggle, okay? Mm -hmm. One of the things you do is create something like a treasure map, for example, that you want your brain to focus on. All right. Um, One of the things you might do is uh, get, if you don't do a treasure map, get something that has a, uh, has a quote that you love, but get your brain focusing on things that you love. Things that you love. Okay. Yes. Just focus. And one of the things your brain is going to do, because this is how brains work, your brain is going to act like a Google search engine <laughs> to bring toward you evidence for what it is you really love. Now, the question is, does the evidence come to you? Or, as Willa Cather would say, she's a very she was a very well-known author, lived in the early 20th century. She had this quote on miracles. She says, Miracles rest not so much upon healing power coming near us from afar, but upon our perceptions being made finer so that for the moment our eyes can see and our ears can hear what has been there around us always. So you see, your brain starts looking for opportunity that's been around you always. And I might say, I've done five treasure maps in my career, they've all come true. Wow. So you do a treasure map on each thing that you want to do. So it's not yeah, like exactly. a vision board that you're going to do your whole life, but a treasure no, map on each. Exactly. Exactly. Because you don't want to confuse your brain. Okay. You know, if you, if you have too much there, the brain says, well, what, what do you want me to collect evidence on? <laughs> yeah. What do you want? Oh, I you love know? that. I, I love hope this that. helps. Treasure map, treasure map. Okay, excellent. So now let's talk about what's next for you. You've been coaching for 50 years. You've created your academy. You're, you know, you've written um, books, but what's next now? Oh, you know, RV, I am thrilled that you're asking. Uh, not many people ask. So um, I'm creating a new business. Yay. Yes, yes, yes. What is it's it? Called, it's called 50 and better. Oh, I love 50 that. and better. Five zero and better. I'm actually writing a book now. It's called 50 and better. How to create a meaningful life at any age. I love that. And um, I am looking to work with people. Now I have friends who say, Maria, I'm in my forties. Can I come along? And of course, of course, but I'm really looking to work with uh, primarily women, entrepreneurs, or women who have um, maybe gone into retirement, 
But in any case, they want to make their life a little easier. They're looking at, in many ways, they're looking at uh, what's next for me? Am I sure that I've done everything that I've wanted to do? Have I made the contribution I'm here to make? Right. And I'm all about designing your life in such a way that it has absolute meaning for you. And you know that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. I mean, that to me is the height of uh, real satisfaction. Right. So I have a website now called 50andbetter.com. Uh, people can come to it and I'm going to be doing a book study on my book, Mastering Life's Energies. I'm going to be uh, creating programs, things that I did at the academy. I'm going to be putting here, except there will be no coach training involved with this stuff. Now, and your book, though, let's get back to your book for a minute, 50 and Better. Is it a collaborated effort where you're going to invite other women that are 50 and older to, to join you? Or is it you just, because when, when you said that 40-year-old woman said, can I come along? Was it oh, to be in the no, book? She, or she, was it no, 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 no. She oh. means in the programs, you know, oh, can I come program. along? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Okay. No, I'm, it's, it's, it's the insights, it's the uh uh, principles and the tools that I've gathered over the years that um, I tooled up for coaching. I'm not going to be doing that. I'm not, I'm, I'm selling the Academy. So other people will be training coaches and I'm just going to be devoting myself to people over people who are 50 or better. I don't even like to say over 50. Right. You know, it's like 50 or better. 50 or better, and, and they know that they have, you know, more, more to do. More to I, do. I say to people, if you are breathing, you still have a purpose here. Yes. You, you have, are breathing. <laughs> you have more to do. Excellent. You have more to do. Yeah, more to do. All right. So, uh, Maria, what about, uh, and I know over the years, you know, you've made a lot of money, you know, with the Academy and everything. But one of the things that my listeners want to know is, okay, how do I make money with speaking? Now, have you been paid to be a speaker or are you paid, you know, just with your training? No, no. How did, no, I've been, I've been paid to be a speaker. Awesome. Um, so, what was the yeah. highest, if you don't mind sharing, what was the highest amount that you've been paid as a paid speaker? Bum, 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 10000 Okay, very, very good. 10000 Very, very good. Now, a lot, of, um, a lot of speakers, they get their speaker fee, but then it, they go beyond that because they get clients oftentimes, oh, right? Yes, 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 so yes. Really, you probably even- Oh, no, listen, now, absolutely. Yeah. You, you no, make, no. The, the fee is just getting you in the door. Yeah. And then when you speak, there's a couple of things, okay? The first thing is this, um, always, always, always uh, create and produce and give value. Yeah. Value, value, value. Don't make the talk be about you. You. <laughs> make the talk be about them. Get to know the audience that you're going to be speaking to. What are their hopes? What are their dreams? 
what is it that you're going to be speaking into, you see? And when you think of it, when you think of whatever you say, that you'd like it to make a contribution, mm -hmm. uh, you'll be much more thoughtful. And believe it or not, people will trust you because they know that you're not out to get something, you see? Right. Now, in the end, um, what I often do is, is at the end of, of talks, I'll have uh, my books for sale. Um, but even more than that, I uh, say to people, if you would like to speak with me about coaching mm. or being in one of my programs, please uh, give me one of your cards. And uh, I make sure that either I or I have my executive assistant at the academy uh, get back to the person quickly. And of course, she's going to be working with me now at uh, 50 and better. So oh. um, don't come across as someone who's selling. Right. Amen. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because that uh, people are so sensitive to that nowadays. Right. The second thing is this. Don't start, start with the, uh, from the point of view that there is something wrong with people that you need to fix. <laughs> what, yeah, really, one of the things that I hear so much of is, uh, do you engage in self-sabotage? Oh, dear. Do you know? Do you? And, and can I tell you? May I tell you? Yes. I want to leave our listeners with one, one thing. If you walk away with this, my life is worth it. This whole talk is worth it. On the, on the issue of self-sabotage. Sabotage is a word, the meaning of which is to destroy behind enemy lines. Mm. Okay. Now, when you think of self-sabotaging, it's almost as though you are intentionally wanting to do yourself in. Do you engage in self-sabotage? And people do not intend to do themselves in RV. No. If you if you haven't been successful, and incidentally, my definition of success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace. If you're not successful, it's only because you haven't developed success skill sets. Now, getting back to sabotage many people think that the beginning the the etymology of that word is um in the late uh 19th early 20th century when workers in belgium would get angry at managers in industrial complexes they would take off <laughs> their shoes wooden shoes or sabots and throw them in machinery thereby committing sabotage Got it. And I say to people, unless you are in danger hitting yourself over the head with a wooden shoe, unless you are in danger of doing that, I don't think you're in danger of self-sabotage. So what if you just erase that from your vocabulary? Let it go. Yes. So come in when you're talking to people, come in with a powerful message come in with the message that all is well and i'm here to help you create an even better life 
but it's not because there's something wrong with you. Do you see? It's because you just deserve the best. And there's always so, more. And there's there's always there's always more. Mm-hmm. And um, you might want more, or you might decide that you're grateful with what you got. Right. And thrilled. Either way, just know that uh, there is nothing wrong with you. Once again, if you haven't gotten your goals and dreams, and for those of you who want to make money speaking, if you haven't yet started making money, there's nothing wrong with you. All that you need is to develop some good skill sets. Nice. So study with people who are making a good living speaking. Look at how your message is a contribution to others. Beautiful. Beautiful. People are just so hungry for that. Start with a positive and don't come across as salesy. Enroll people. Enroll people in their lives, in their own vision. In their dreams, right? In In their dreams. Enroll them in the possibility of their dreams and show how what you have to offer might support those dreams. And hey, if you want to work with me more, I would be thrilled. And here are some programs, period. Beautiful. Period. Beautiful. Speaking of working with you, Dr. Maria, our time is just about up. How someone, after they heard you today, how would they get a hold of you? And is there any free gifts that you might have that you want to give them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You can always reach me, Maria at marianemeth.com. Okay, you'll get right to me. And that's M-E-M-E-T-H dot com. Okay. Uh, the, uh, if you want to visit my academy, it's acecoachtraining.com. Now, if you go on to acecoachtraining.com, what I'm offering you, absolutely no cost, is something called your life blueprint. Mm. And it's a way of literally being specific about what has real heart and meaning for you and then how to go about and getting it. So uh, go to Ace Coach Training. But if, uh, and if you want to be on my mailing list, if you want to hear more about 50 and better, go to Maria at marianemoth.com and I'll give you information. Beautiful. So they can just email you and ask for either the free gift or they can ask for more about 50 and better. I love that. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Maria. Now, before we go, though, I want you to share any last words of wisdom that you might have for our listeners. Just the last, you know, bit of brilliance that we have time for today. Okay. Okay. So I want to get back to my definition of success is doing what you said you would do consistently with clarity, focus, ease, and grace, okay? Mm. Where clarity is about being clear about what's important to you, right? Like public speaking. Focus is all about focusing your energy on what's important without getting distracted 
we get so distracted, RV. Right. Currently, just the distractions are awful. Yes. Ease. Learn how to take small, sweet steps toward what it is that you really love. And grace. The definition of grace is that it's an unexpected blessing. And the gateway to grace is gratitude. Mm. So if you want to experience grace, do this every night before you go to sleep. Keep a little notebook by your by your bed. Write three things for which you are grateful that day. If right. you hear this little voice saying, I don't have three things, say yeah. to that voice, duly noted, and <laughs> go ahead and write three things. Write it anyway. At the end of 10 days, read what you've written, and you will see the hand of grace in your life. I love it. That is beautiful. Thank you so much. And thank you, Maria, for being on the show today. I really appreciate <sighs> thank you. it. You just warm my heart. Thank you so much. All right, everyone. That's our show for today. Uh, Tune in next week and we'll have another good one for you. This is uh, the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast signing off. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Million Dollar Speaker Podcast. Please hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review and feel free to share our channel with your friends and family. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn. We would love to hear from you. And remember, you are one step closer to becoming a million-dollar speaker.